Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is November 26th and we will be reading paragraphs 2582 through 2588 today. And uh, we are talking about prayer. Today we'll talk about Elijah, we'll continue the section on Elijah, the prophets, and conversion of heart. And then we'll start uh, a section on the Psalms, the prayer of the assembly. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Elijah is the father of the prophets, the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Elijah's name, the Lord is my God, foretells the people's cry in response to his prayer on Mount Carmel. St. James refers to Elijah in order to encourage us to pray. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. After Elijah had learned mercy during his retreat at the Wadi Sharith, he teaches the widow of Zarephath to believe in the word of God and confirms her faith by his urgent prayer. God brings the widow's child back to life. The sacrifice on Mount Carmel is a decisive test for the faith of the people of God. In response to Elijah's plea, Answer me, O Lord, answer me. The Lord's fire consumes the holocaust at the time of the evening oblation. The Eastern liturgies repeat Elijah's plea in the Eucharistic ep epiclesis. Finally, taking the desert road that leads to the place where the living and true God reveals himself to his people, Elijah, like Moses before him, hides in a cleft of the rock until the mysterious presence of God has passed by. But only on the mountain of the transfiguration will Moses and Elijah behold the unveiled face of him whom they sought. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God shines in the face of Christ, crucified and risen. In their one-to-one -one encounters with God, the prophets draw light and strength for their mission. Their prayer is not flight from this unfaithful world, but rather attentiveness to the word of God. At times, their prayer is an argument or a complaint, but it is always an intercession that awaits, the prepare, awaits and prepares for the intervention of the Savior God, the Lord of history. The Psalms, the prayer of the assembly. From the time of David to the coming of the Messiah, texts appearing in these sacred books show a deepening in prayer, for oneself and in prayer for others. Thus the Psalms were gradually collected into five books of the Psalter, or praises, the masterwork of prayer in the Old Testament. The Psalms both nourished and expressed the prayer of the people of God, gathered during the great feasts at Jerusalem and each Sabbath in the synagogues. Their prayer is inseparably personal and communal. It concerns both those who are praying and all men. The Psalms arose from the communities of the Holy Land and the Diaspora, but embrace all creation. Their prayer recalls the saving events of the past, yet extends into the future, even to the end of history. It commemorates the promises God has already kept and awaits the Messiah, who will fulfill them definitively. Prayed by Christ and fulfilled in Him, the Psalms remain essential to the prayer of the Church. The Psalter is the book in which the Word of God becomes man's prayer, 
and other books of the Old Testament, the words proclaim God's works and bring to light the mystery they contain. The words of the psalmist sung for God both express and acclaim the Lord's saving works. The same Spirit inspires both God's work and man's response. Christ will unite the two, and him the psalms continue to teach us how to pray. The Psalter's many forms of prayer take shape both in the liturgy of the temple and in the human heart. Whether hymns or prayers of lamentation or thanksgiving, whether individual or communal, whether royal chants, songs of pilgrimage, or wisdom meditations, the Psalms are a mirror of God's marvelous deeds in the history of his people, as well as reflections on the human experiences of the psalmist. Though a given psalm may reflect an event of the past, it still possesses such direct simplicity that it can be prayed in truth by men at, of all times and conditions. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.